だらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだらだ Uh, we've been friends for what seven, eight years now? Yeah, about, I think. Yeah. yeah. Since 2012 ish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. Start a podcast together and just talk about life and、uh, different things that we're into.、Uh, I know that we've, we've discussed conspiracy theories and、uh, weird things that we're into and just randomness. So, welcome. But, For me, we're both right now in the Navy.、Uh, I got three more years before I can retire. Born and raised in Louisiana. So I got that Southern, not draw, but that Southern、uh, outlook on life and just kind of hanging out. You know, we've been doing this. I've been in the Navy for 17 years, got a gang of kids, and just kind of been traveling all over the world. I know that. The last duty station, Troy, was over in South Korea. I've been out in Japan, which he has also, and been all over the continental United States. So, what's up, man? Who are you and what are you, what are you about? I mean, it kind of hurts that you have to ask me that after seven years of knowing you. <laughs> yeah, everybody、uh, doesn't know that, though. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. I may know, but the listeners don't know who you are. No, <laughs>、uh, yeah, I'm. According to you, Rad Troy. Hell yeah.、Um, if the <laughs> listeners are listening and、uh, I call you Espy, just yeah, I'm, I'm speaking to John here. That's what <laughs> I call him, is Espy. But yeah, no, been in maybe 15 years now.、Uh, used to ride BMX professionally, still ride. Living in Texas now, grew up all over the United States Texas, North Dakota. North Carolina, back to Northern California, then to Southern California. But I see, I learned so I didn't know that you moved around. I thought you were just from Simi Valley. I didn't know that you were living all over the place. Really? Yeah, no. Yeah. It's a big hunting scene and shooting scene in Simi Valley that. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> but、uh, yeah, I met John in Washington working,、yeah. at, working up at the Banger Base, and we became friends through some other mutual friends. Hunting and shooting and whatnot, and drinking, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> dilly dilly. Oh my God. Drinking that Canadian mist and getting mystified. No. Careful. You might have to drive later. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I got a wife for. <laughs> But、uh, yeah, met him through that, and we've been good friends ever since. I、uh, got stationed again together in Mississippi. Yeah, that was fun. Had, had, had some good times in Mississippi. Yeah. And、uh, yeah, like John said, just came back from South Korea, was in Japan for a second time right before that. So living the dream down here in Texas. But riding professionally BMX, what was that about? So when I say riding professional, I wasn't like X Games. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I think I qualified、uh, like 250 out of 480 people for a do tour at one、okay. point. Yeah. 
which is an accomplishment. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I was on a flow team for a couple companies, meaning I repped their stuff. They, a lot of it was testing. So they would send me parts that they were trying to figure out, you know, new parts, new different designs, so on and so forth. And they'd send it to me and I'd write it for a little bit. And then after six months, eight months, whatever the, the requirement was, I'd take it off and ship it back to them. Yeah. And they would, you know, analyze it. Wear and and tear and whatnot. Exactly. Yeah. So so that was kind of cool to see the new upcoming parts and whatnot. And then when the actual pro pros would come down, they'd stay at my place or I'd show them around the local area, wherever I was staying at. Yeah. So that was cool. And then for a little bit of it, I was down in San Diego when Point X Camp was there. And those that don't know, Point X is... uh, Kind of like a Woodward, a, okay. A Walmart Woodward or a discount yeah. Woodward. Yeah. Uh, so I'd go there over the summer when I could, teach little kids how to ride, and you know, watch them working on tricks and whatnot. And if I knew how to do the trick, I'd be like, "Hey, man, try doing this." So on and so yeah. forth. So nice. Like camp counselor kind of thing. Yeah. It was fun stuff, but uh, yeah, no, now I just ride for for fun. My own my own pleasure and definitely can't do the things I used to do. <laughs> well, yeah, we're 30 years old. Well, I mean, older than 30, but we're in our thirties. Yeah, we are. We are in our thirties and I've had a lot of severe injuries and, uh, <laughs> this, this good old SB knows. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, weren't you in a band too? I was for a little bit. Yes. Yes. I played harmonica for a little bit when I <laughs> down in san diego yeah and uh i've done a little bit of everything but for those that don't know our rates in the navy we are considered uh turd chasers well yes but <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, what do they what do they say to us in a school something of all master of none yeah jack of all trades master of none there you go that's what it is so there you go general I, handyman I, yeah i i embody that so but yeah John invited me to do a podcast. Own. Yeah, do, do mostly because we like talking to each other and and keeping up. And um, it's one way that, and I've told Troy this before when he guessed you know, on a different podcast of mine that it's just one way to keep in touch and have a dedicated time where you can sit down and talk about whatever you want to and discuss it. And that's one thing that I really enjoy is being able to have these conversations like Troy was saying, he's down in Texas and I'm up in Washington right now. And we don't always get that dedicated time to talk on the phone, but it's one way to keep in touch and keep our connection of what we're doing. And especially like with friends in the military, uh, you, you, sometimes you lose touch with them. And this is one way that we can keep in contact and just shoot the shit or just talk about random things and just give each other a hard time. And so, I mean, it's been, um, it's been really fun for, for us to, to talk about all this stuff. Yeah, no, I've, I've really enjoyed it. And, uh, doing the guest starring on the other podcast, two dummies in a microphone. <laughs> I'm going to throw that out there for you. Yeah. Since you refuse to say it, check that one out. That's one between, uh, John and our other buddy, Lucas, but, uh, yeah, no, it is an excellent opportunity, and this one 
when John asked me about doing our own podcast, I said, sure. And he's like, okay, what's the premise? And I was just like, well, let's do it like we normally talk. Yeah. Um, and let's call it two idiots. Or, <laughs> sorry. Idiot <laughs> friends. Idiot friends. <laughs> because that leaves it open for us to get our other, other buddies in here and yeah. exchange war stories or bullshit and catch up. So, yeah, that's kind of the premise of it. This episode, we're kind of jumping into something we talked about on Two Dummies, but I mean, this is kind of the conversations we yeah, have, man. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, yeah, it's a cult. Like, w- w- let me let me start off though. Would you join a cult though? Oh, we were talking about that kind of cult. I've been doing all this horse research, Bruh. You got to get on the same page. Uh, <laughs> I've got like yes. an entire 20 minutes about hooves. Young horses. <laughs> <laughs> no. So, well, I, I don't think I would purposely join a cult. Do you think you could be convinced to join a cult? Well, that's the thing is like. So for those that don't know, I don't do a lot of research, but I actually did research for this one. <laughs> uh, and uh we never do a lot of research. We just do enough to sound intelligent. And even that's questionable. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, there's like, there's like a whole demographic that falls under it. So like cults as we know it today actually started in like the late 60s, throughout the 70s and early 80s. Well, you could probably go before then too. Well, I mean, but as, as we know them today. Okay, all right, I'll buy that, it, it, I'll buy it. it. And I'm I'm talking about and got it. All right, technical difficulties. We're back and we're live. So the 1960s cults. Okay, yeah. So uh, in the 1960s, <clears throat> 70s, and 80s was when cults really took off. And what it was is because, and this may sound familiar for today's age, like civil unrest with the civil rights thing. Yep. Uh, the Vietnam War or any war going on, Cold War, um, distrust in the government, all these things added up. And people were looking for something to believe in. To, yeah, to believe in, to, to make it all worthwhile, I guess. Yeah. And uh, then you get these charismatic leaders that come out. And like, for example, Jim Jones or whatever, who comes out and starts talking you know, equal rights and all this stuff and, you know, draws people in. And for them looking for something, it, it really drew people in and they just happen to be at that point in their life. Like there's, there's things that uh, the people that are in cults generally yeah. have that. Uh, well, I, th- I think in. they look for that acceptance. They look for, uh, the acceptance, the equality, the the family atmosphere, and it maybe it comes from a background of people not being loved as a child, and this is a place where they they feel that they can be loved. And I think that's yeah, it, the, the, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, it's it's that sense of community. Yeah, and that's that, what I was looking for. Sense of community and that higher power that really draws them in and keeps them there. Yeah. Um, 
But as for what a cult is, charismatic leader. Done. Yep. Yep. All of them have a charismatic leader. Uh, thought reform, a.k.a. mind control. So got it. That that leader has to be telling them something that makes them like, oh, shit, this might be the real thing. So on and so forth. And then this is where it really, really becomes a cult cult is exploitation, whether it be financial, sexual, so on and so forth. So like, yeah, David Koresh was a sexual. I mean, he yeah. did go into the financial thing with all the yeah. weapons and ammo and stuff, but like he, he was there for sexual exploitation. Yeah. Um, Jim Jones, obviously financial. Yeah. So on and so forth. So, um, yeah, that's kind of what defines it into a cult. But it's funny because reading into it and having studied this for a long time, cult plus time equals religion. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's just like the, um, what the fuck is it that uh, Leanna Remy was in? The, um, not Jehovah's Witness. Good night. Scientology? Scientology. There you go. I mean, they're they're technically a cult right now too. Well, yeah, but they're considered a religion because they get that tax break. Well, that's that's legal mumbo jumble. Oh yeah, but I mean, at the same time, like you get enough people to believe what you're preaching, you you can start off as a cult and then you can go to a religion as long as you make it uh, like a monopoly type thing. Yeah, uh, I mean. Judaism in the beginning was considered a cult. Christianity in the beginning was considered a cult. Yeah. So so on and so forth. Like so, le- legit. Like a cult plus time equals religion. Yeah. And um, I'm not a very religious person. I, I know you are. Well, uh, so religious t- to the extent, like I've I've done the the Christianity aspect of it. I've done the uh, the Filipino and Galatian Christo aspect of it. I've done the non-denominational Christian aspect of religion. And then now what me and my wife base ourselves around is uh, like not so much seasonal, but more, how do you call it? Uh, kind of nature-based. We, we, cel- we, don't like, we don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate the winter solstice. And then we celebrate you the spring. Wicked. You yeah, I mean, wicked. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what you could call it. Um, like my wife will read tarot cards or pull her cards for tarot or whatever it is, but we well, like we still believe in there is a God, but not so much to the aspect of Jesus Christ was the savior of all. Because you hey. when you do dive into the books of Christianity and the Bible, the Bible is made up of a group of books that was put together by man of a telling of a story through thousands of years of other people telling the story and then finally written down. So it's not like we're not based off of the Bible. We're based off of what is all out there. Like the, like the biggest thing, the Yule log, the Yule log ceremony was completely different from Wiccans or whatever you want to call it to Christianity. It's, I mean, you can go down any rabbit hole that you want to. Yeah, no, I, I get it, and I, I'm all listeners. I'm not knocking religion. I'm not a religious person. I feel that you if be I'm good wrong, to be good, be good to be good. Yeah, uh, I feel someone that is being good to be good 
is probably better than someone that's being good because they're afraid of repercussions. Yeah. So um, anything you believe in that helps you get through the day and makes you a good person, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'm all for it. Just please don't be one of those preachy sons of bitches that (laughs) (laughs) it comes and knocks on my door and me doing dishes. Knocks on your door or, you know, Oh, I heard you had 666 tattooed in your lip. Yeah, I do. <laughs> do you worship the beast? It's like, no, it's a... My favorite BMX video was Little Devil, and some guy had 666 tattooed in his lip, and riding with some buddies, we got drunk, and I got 666 tattooed in my there lip. You go. Like, <laughs> don't get all judgmental. But, um, yeah, that's... That's what draws people into cults. So that's why that time frame, you had the Hiroshintos, you had Georgetown. Uh, yeah. The Georgetown uh, was based in Oregon. The Hiroshintos that were a pro- predominantly Japanese-based cult. I think, yeah, yeah. Because they they released cyanide gas or yeah. sarin gas in uh, the subway in Tokyo's. Yeah. Uh, You've got the Branch Davidians down in Waco or up in Waco from where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've got you've got the uh Heaven's Gates folks in San Diego. Oh Lord. Be there for, for that too. Good. Just drink the juice. Yeah. One of my favorite things about the whole Jim Jones thing is everyone thinks it's Kool-Aid. It's not. It's actually flavor aid. <laughs> just just say I one of my pet peeves. Hey, drink man. the Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's good. <laughs> drink the Kool-Aid. Well, it's actually flavor aid. All right. They bought yeah, they bought the Dollar General brand of <laughs> <laughs> fucking Kool-Aid. They were in Guyana. I don't even know if they even had Kool-Aid down there. Who knows? <laughs> they had to get it in bulk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we're at the Costco. Uh, we need a bunch of Kool-Aid. All right. Just on the phone, like, hey, uh, Father Reverend Jones. Um. How many packets of flavor <laughs> do you need? One well, how per many person. Does, how many does one packet make? About three drinks. Oh, you need to talk to the manager. Let's get a pallet out here. <laughs> <laughs> but like even things that aren't considered a cult are actually considered a cult. Like we talked about this on your other podcast, the Charlie Manson thing. Yeah. That was a cult. That was uh, people in a crossroad. It was. Uh, charismatic, charismatic leader came in. He and, you know, the whole exploitation thing was he wanted notoriety and power. Yes. And, and nine people died because of it, including the Tate, so on and so forth. Yeah. So even though he's never killed anyone, he was out of his mind and he was able to mind control them with, as you were talking about, like acid and drugs. And yeah. Just, and I forget, I forget, and like it pisses me off. There was a documentary that there is uh, either in Arizona or Mexico. Pause. Huh? I'm going to pause you real quick. You know what pisses me off? The fact what? that you say documentary. That's what it's called, bro. No, That's it's a documentary. A, no, it's, it's a documentary. documentary. No, it's a documentary. Just like it's an ambulance. Like, no, it's not an ambulance. It is. Whoa, Black Betty and Lance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right, go ahead. 
but yeah, no, there was a group of people that used to go to a old missile silo and, and do a bunch of acid. It wasn't a cold. It was just like an experimental, like bunch of hippies. that would go out there and do a bunch of acid and whatnot. Um, but I forget where it was. I don't like, I don't remember anything about it. I remember watching the documentary about it and it just seemed like a fun time. I don't know. It's pretty off topic, but it seemed like a super good time. Sounds like the theory about the MK Ultra project. Well, I mean, we'll dive into that different, but MK Ultra was, I mean, a lot of, a lot of uh, backdoor government deals. Uh, I'm not going to get into it, but I think most government deals are backdoor nowadays. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, so you, you're ta- you're asking if I would ever see myself being in a cult. How about you? Do you think you'd ever be in a cult? Maybe. I mean, depends on what the cult was about. Like, peace, love, and rock and roll, maybe. But I don't want to go out and murder nobody. Um, well, I, I, no one comes up to you and says, hey, do you want to join our religion? And for no. those listening, I'm doing quotations. Yeah. No. Uh, do you want to join our religion? And you know, I don't know, off a motherfucker or two, like no. no well, I mean, it, to an extent, right? Um, do I see myself at thirty-five years old with six kids joining a cult? No, I don't. It, it uh, sounds just, like you're starting your own cult. Well, I mean, power <laughs> to the people. You know, <laughs> just like the Bible said, go forth and promulgate the world. That's what I'm doing. Um, well, that's why I don't have kids. So you can continue to have. There kids. you go. <laughs> you can just be the cool uncle. Um, but no, I mean, right now, no, with my time frame, like I don't have time to go spend sitting around a fucking drum circle and do all this type of nonsense. So I'm going to say no. Like. So according to the internet, not the internet, because, uh, well, yeah, I got it off the internet, but through like an actual like college, like study and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, due to their social, whatever. Yeah. Uh, apparently that like cultism is like something that people like study, study. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. So through their stuff, like, the victims are all like pretty like narrowed down kind of like how we were talking about serial killers, like yeah. the, like checklist. Uh, yeah. Like you have to be at a crossroads. You have to be open enough to fall for the soft cell where they come up and they're just like, Hey, I know you're upset with, you know, your current church. We yeah. may have the answer for you. Uh, they have to be isolated. That's, that's a big thing too. Yeah. Um, uh, most of it comes down to um, isolation and loneliness and at a crossroads where you're trying to figure out what's going on with your life. Yeah. Uh, it, and that is where, where we started talking about it, like a modern day cult. I, I think it would be super easy to start a modern day cult with well, all well, the where- media. Well, yeah, that's where I fell down the rabbit hole with it is because 
they're, they're talking about it. And, and especially I was talking about how Colts were really big in the 60s, 70s, whatnot, because the state of Unrest. where we were at. Yeah. yeah. And we're kind of back in the same same way. The yeah. peaceful riots and, you know, the insurrection and now the pulling out of Afghanistan and the mistrust of the government. And I, I can see it with just my general dealings with the public and everything like people are trying to figure out what the fuck's going on and everyone's kind of having a crossroads um and then with social media depending on what you look up that stuff is coming in like so here in texas uh we just got uh what do they call constitutional carry you don't have to permit for concealed carry you don't have to permit for open carry, anything like that. Well, there was a situation that just recently happened with me where I've started carrying. Mm-hmm. And so I, I bought a concealed carry holster. Yeah. And now every time I, I hop on my phone and go to Facebook or go to Amazon or whatever, it's all, oh, concealed carry belts. Concealed you can kill this. So on, so well, yeah, so, that's just the government listening to you on your phone, though. Well, it, it, it's not maybe not even the government. It's just the algorithm that I've yeah. put out there now because I ordered this concealed carry holster. Yeah. Uh, and it could be the same thing because, you know, you got the, those nerds that like are punching the algorithms and it's like, oh, anyone questioning religion or whatever like that, their shit pops up. They can send them a message saying like, hey, I know you're upset about this, but... Yeah, true. Come, come talk to us. Yeah, and it's already kind of been a thing, actually. Um, it started with Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate was actually the first one to do the online thing. Elaborate. So, uh, Heaven's Gate was a cult down in San Diego. Okay. And I want to say mid nineties. Yeah. Yeah, it had to be in the mid nineties because I was living there. Yeah. And um, it's when Hellbot Comet came by. Yeah, was, I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy like convinced everyone that there was a spaceship behind it. And, you know, we could ascend to the next dimensional plane and go on the spaceship, so on and so forth. Okay. So they actually advertised on like AOL and like chat rooms and whatnot. They had like their agents go out and be in chat rooms. Hmm. So that was, I think, the first one to actually use the internet for it. Yeah. And then we all know what happened with them. They all injected themselves with something, I don't know what, yeah. and put on their sweet Nikes and covered themselves yeah, with that blankets. Was the, and, that uh, was a Nike fucking cult that was going on. Yeah, I, I don't know why Nike didn't take that as a advertising. I mean, I don't know. I mean, yes. all you needed was a picture from the news of, you know, the Some Nike, Nike sticking out. And, and be good the to Nike, go. Ni- the Nike sticking out of the blanket and, you know, like, we'll take you to the stars. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> missed, missed. Opportunity advertising. right there. Oh, yeah. Well, same, same thing with Buffalo Bills. Like. 
how is like Lotrimin Ocean not Lotion not taking like sponsoring the Buffalo Bills? Be like Buffalo Bills sponsored by Lotion. Just put it in the basket. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, so they were the first one that I could find that that has done the online thing. And in my research, there's a lot of them. Like there. And it's actually changing the definition of a cult. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this whole incel thing. Like I think the last couple of mass shootings we've had about those those incels, like apparently it's yeah. like in, involuntary celibate. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They they get together in these groups and they come up with these ideals and so on and so forth. And well that's like the biggest thing you just have to reach one person and the one person that's out there uh that gets behind your idealism will will greatly influence other people so let's say that i'm distraught about x y or z and then i have friends that are not distraught, but I can convince them to be distraught about the same things that are going on. And so therefore I can draw in more followers from whatever I find out online and get them to follow whatever you're following. Or let's say that I find somebody that can uh, persuade somebody to, to do something then, I mean, it starts petty, but I mean, end all be all it's going to, uh, be a bigger thing. Yeah, I mean, what once again, and that goes back to the charismatic charismatic leader. Like, yeah, if you have someone that can, you know, lead or guide you, and you're looking for leadership or guidance, you know what yeah. I mean. That 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 figure that you can be like, that's him. That's the one or her or whatever you know what i mean yeah. uh, or they it's 2021 i don't want to offend anyone oh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh like don't assume my pronoun bro sorry sorry man oh <laughs> shit fuck <laughs> uh but yeah like if you're in that position that you are in a crossroads, you feel lonely, so on and so forth. Uh, and you find that little group that has that, what you're looking for, what, what you're interested in. Yeah, your niche. So so. Your niche, yeah, exactly. Uh, that you fall into, you're going to start talking to them more, listening to them more, so on and so forth. Yeah. And then, again, that's where the charismatic leader comes in, that, that overbearing person that is just like oh yes we are all one group so and so forth like yeah. you know it'd be a good idea is if we did this and then soft sold you little by little into whatever their ultimate goal was yeah so like for example jim jones i i don't think he ever really wanted to kill 907 people. Yeah, that was like the biggest mass murder ever. Yes, that was 
insane. And there's a, uh, a documentary, a mini series called like Terror in the Jungle. Uh-huh. If, you ever, if you ever get a chance, check it out. And yeah, it goes we'll like in depth into like how he came up into the power and then into Guyana and then actually what happened in Guyana where, you know, they killed that, that, uh, uh, political figure or whatever. Yeah. The Congressman killed, killed the Congressman Ryan because all the family was like writing letters to him. Hey, this is like, there's, there's something going on down there, but, that wasn't his ultimate goal. No. It was just he knew where it was all leading, and he was so far down in the rabbit hole, so far in the hole, he couldn't dig himself out. Yeah. And so rather than, I mean, as shitty as it sounds, uh, doing the honorable thing and turning himself in or just taking his own fucking life, he wanted everyone to go with him because he had that, that narcissism that oh at that point he was like i am all powerful these guys are coming with me i think that really is what defines a cult but cults in a definition of like i think that the the media puts a a bad spin on cults because a lot of cults uh do do murders or uh killings and I don't know where that stems from. Like you could you could call the Manson family a cult and because they the murder of the Tate family, right? Or the Tates. What drives them to be a negative influence vice doing something positive for the community? So that depends on the group you're looking at. Yeah. For example, as we talked about in the beginning of the episode, like Judaism, Christianity, some sects of Islam, so on and so forth, were considered a cult when they first came out. Yeah, I think that's how all, in just like what you were talking about, I think all religions start off as a cult. And Uh, then they move, like, time plus cult equals religion. Yeah, well, look at Scientology. Yeah. When that first came out, that was kind of considered a cult as well. Fuck you, Tom Cruise. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's high up there. So, I mean. I wonder who's higher, Tom Cruise or John Travolta? Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. Who makes more money? I don't know. Who's Who's still in movies? I haven't seen Tom Cruise in anything lately. The last thing that he did was the Jack Reacher series, which is a great book. But what pissed me off the most is that Jack Reacher was like a six foot tall man, 220 pounds. And Tom Cruise is like five, five, 180, like did not portray the role as depicted in the book. Well, according to the milk crates he stood on and the camera angles, he did. (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, that's Hollywood magic for you. Yeah. But no, so 
Tom Cruise has been in big name, big budget movies like yeah. the, the Mission Impossible's, the Jack Creatures, like you're saying, yeah. uh, that shitty mummy, so on and so forth. Mm. But John Travolta has been in a lot of like Netflix or straight to like Amazon movies. Way more than Tom Cruise has been in. So I don't know who is. Maybe they're who's equal. Doing, who's doing better? I don't know. Yeah. Should but reach it, out to Leanna Remy and find out who's higher. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm going to keep my phone number off their list. <laughs> already, already got one person trying to kill me. So. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah. So, Scientology. In our lifetime, that cult yeah. created by RLRN, well, something Hubbard. The yeah. sign, R.L. Uh, Hubbard. R.L. Hubbard, yeah. the uh, science fiction writer, created this religion. Yeah. And it, well, created this cult because if you listen to the history of that, it is a cult. Like there was a while where they were living on a cruise ship because yeah. of all the things that they were doing and is now considered an actual religion. Yep. So I don't, I don't know if we'll ever have an actual cult, just like we talked about with serial killers. I don't think we'll ever have a face to face knife serial killer again. I don't think we'll ever have a classic, 70s cult again whether it be uh the branch davidians the 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 heaven's gate the nx uh, the n-x-i-v-i-l-i whatever it is and, and i haven't done a lot of research on them but are they even still going uh to an extent i know from the research that i did and they talked about the the cults today. Like they they still have people that follow or get into it, but not to the extent of what they were back in the seventies and eighties, right? Uh, I know that Charles Manson, even though God rest his soul, he's still alive, by the way. It, well, yeah, but I mean, eventually he's gonna die. But I mean, he still has people <laughs> that are going to follow him or get behind his beliefs and want to do what he says from prison like he's still getting conjugals he's still getting the hj and bj and you know xyzj uh while he's in prison you know being 80 years old uh there's still people that follow him so i mean no matter uh what it is people are always going to be out there trying to find something that suits them and that's the biggest thing that i think with cults is finding your where you fit in, you know, get in where you fit in, right? Uh, there's yeah, gonna it, be people. What's up? I, I was going to say, yeah, that's where the whole loneliness and feeling of the community mm -hmm. comes in. Exactly. There's always going to be those people that, that grow up and be like, oh, well, he really aligns with what I believe, or he really did the things that I want to do. And the, one of the things like we talked about on before is the book chaos and I haven't read it. You haven't read it. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is like, uh, but I have read Hel Helter Skelter though. 
I've read Helter Shelter also. And it, good book, very detailed. And Chaos thinks that uh, Charlie Manchin was an FBI informant that was put out there to determine certain situations that was going on. And do I think that uh, he was? I mean, maybe. But I mean, at the same time, who knows? And maybe it's just, and I mean, and this goes into deeper into like what our podcast is about is what is the government really doing? Right. Like I know I, like you laugh, but I mean, at the same time, are we really the, um, the, the people that we say that we are? Or is there some big brother type entity behind there guiding uh, what we're going to do so they can get a a reaction out of the masses? Yeah, and I I wholeheartedly agree with you. The reason I was laughing is just because I was just thinking of like, you you see that movie, The Men Who Stare at Goats? Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, that's kind of what I thought of, but... uh, yeah, no, you're you're absolutely right. Like, how much of this stuff, in general, turns out to be government, like propaganda? Bat. Yeah, yeah. bat, so on and so forth. Like we, uh, we 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 we've talked about like in the '40s and '50s, the the huge influx of alien movies and then all of a sudden roswell yep. happens and, and yeah. so on and so forth and then one of the crazy things is listeners get on your tinfoil hats uh 100 wear your tinfoil yeah yeah because they're reading your mind right now but during the the whole covid influx on the states because i was in i was in south korea at the time so we were already like balls deep into it. But once COVID hit in the States and like everyone was so focused on COVID and all that stuff. And then there was the insurrection and everything. Guess what happened? Uh, the government released top secret documentation of Navy footage of UFOs. Yeah. And no one cared. Because they were so like, oh my God, there's an insurrection. Oh my God, there's COVID going on. Oh my God, there's this and that going on. Oh, oh wait, we've got confirmation of UFOs. But nobody cares. Oh my God, COVID's going on. Yeah, we've seen movies about aliens and about all this stuff before. So like, it wasn't a big deal. Like it didn't make headline news. Uh, Even though it was headline news, they decided that this is what this is the time that we're going to release it and this is how we're going to do it because people have watched so many alien movies there's this big uh like you say insurrection of people uh with covid and everything that's going on with that that it's not going to be a big deal to people because they've been groomed to everything that's been going on yeah i i i think here soon i think the date might have passed of the actual like area 51 incident yeah no they already released all that all the documents for that uh, okay so i haven't seen that yet yeah did you look into it uh no because i already know that aliens are real and um now you know, do you been... think 
do you think aliens are as like they're portrayed where they're like intergalactical where they're coming from some other planet or do you think they're interdimensional uh it could go either way right i feel i know that i posted something on uh my instagram of the aliens just driving by america or the earth and be like that's the ghetto Uh, lock our doors (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so i mean i don't think they've stopped by because of all the all the things that we have going on on earth um but have they been here before 100 aliens have been here one are been here before uh look at the pyramids look at the easter island uh heads and everything that they have going on there's documentation from uh, previous generations that have shown a higher being coming to earth and doing the things that they've done and the things that they've built or the technology that really that we receive like i don't think that humans are not capable but i don't think that they're capable of doing the things that we have now uh, i think that comes from an outside entity i don't know so a lot of folks talk about like they use the pyramids as an example yeah. They use Stonehenge, they use Easter Island, so on and so forth. All that stuff could be done with enough rope and logs and just but at the same time and shit. But at the same time though, like the time that those were being built, like people were not smart enough to do that. Oh, I don't think so. All right, well, we'll we'll table this and uh, deep dive into this a different day. Okay, okay. But going back to Colts and whatnot, I think it is actually going to be a thing now, especially with the, the social media. It's not going to be like Colts like we know. No, you know, it'll, be, but, it'll be the same, but, same, but different, just like in Thailand. Um, you know, BLM, um, the uh the right wing powers so to speak the uh lack of better terms the kkk they are all a cult you know what i mean uh especially with the blm aspect and the kkk and the the race wars of what's going on and all that stuff it's very detrimental to america to have those because there's such a big influence of the things that are going on that it doesn't make sense to divide um, the people like that. Like, and, that, and that's just my personal opinion. It doesn't make sense to divide the people like that. We should be all for one, one for all of what's going on in America. And it should be the best for America and the things that we need to do as a community, as a uh, nation and, and everything like that. Like it just, it doesn't make sense to me to divide it everybody, but I think there's a bigger picture behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I don't even know if I could consider like Antifa BLM a cult. I, I would consider the KKK cult. Yes. Uh, but as of right now, those guys, no, I don't know if I would consider them a cult just by definition that in my research I found not saying they're good people not saying they're bad people yeah 
But as far as the Colts that when you say Colt, they, that you think of, whether it be, you know, Heaven's Gate, yeah, the, the Branch Davidian, and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that's going to ever happen again. I think now they are going to be the online cults, the internet cults, the the phone cults, social Especially media, with, uh, social media for the sheer fact that with social media, social media, and everyone so far their heads and their phones and all that stuff. Yeah. That's the only contact I get. And that's not real human contact. Your brain yeah. does not get the endorphins and so on and so forth from one-on-one contact over the phone and chat rooms and shit like that yeah. as it does as like me and you meeting and going to the bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, it's totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So your body, even though you're talking to people, is telling you you're lonely. You're... Yeah. You're right. We are a social creature. And your body does not recognize, the chemicals in your brain does not recognize us talking online right now. Yeah. So even though they're talking to a shit ton of people online, they are still lonely. Yeah. And that is where it's going to come out because then they're going to fall into some group or whatever, whether, I mean, whether it be like the incel thing, which I don't understand because I have to uh, purposely be incel because I'm fucking gorgeous. (laughs) 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 But whether it be like the incel thing or uh, any other of those, the what's the online one you brought up? earlier i don't remember i'm kind of super hammered i don't remember either but that i i think it's gonna be a big thing but it's gonna change the definition of what a cult is yeah because it's no longer a compound of people it is going to be worldwide or count uh, countrywide so on and so forth so but it's crazy it is it is crazy but we'll figure it out. No, we won't. No, no, we won't. Uh, maybe one day, but we'll, yeah, we'll see. Hopefully. And then it's going to evolve into something else. That it will. It's, and, and that's the thing that everything will evolve into something else. Yep. All right. Yep. Well, that's the end of that. So. You know where we're at. Idiot friends, Google it. I just burped. <laughs> wow, you are hammered. You okay, man? <laughs> oh yeah. Wanting well, me lunch. So um, but yeah, idiot friends, find us Instagram, Facebook, drop us a line. Just me and Rad Troy talking about life. All right, buddy. All right, man. Love you. Love you. Miss you. Yep. And I'll talk to you soon. Yes, sir.